it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I got something to say. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Golden State trying to acquire LeBron James. And how far did this go? It didn't go far at all. I actually heard about it when everybody else heard about it. The Rich Eisen Show. I don't know if we watch basketball tonight. The East wins it 2-11 to 186. Earlier on the show, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Coming up, Steelers Radio Network host, Jerry Dulac. Host of NBC's Deal or No Deal Island, Joe Manganiello. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat in studio with Chris Mannix, who just leaves us after we we chopped up the NBA All-Star game um, and spat it out. Quite frankly, um, it, soup to uh, nuts NBA. Hour, and yeah, man. It didn't taste great. Yesterday it didn't taste great. It was less <laughs> filling. It didn't taste great. And, uh, not a great NBA All Star game to say the least. The weekend was uh, um, left uh, left somewhat to be desired to say the least. Uh, we'll talk about Sabrina versus Steph and the genius of that event and how watching it was uh, in my household ruined. Um, and we'll discuss that uh, later on in this program. Overreaction Monday hey. uh, later on as well. Uh, Joe Manganiello is going to be joining us in uh, about an hour's plus time. He's the host of NBC's Deal or No Deal Island, uh, available the next day on Peacock, which means, guess what? You can see right here on Roku Boom. through this here portal. Um, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your phone calls as well. Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will be joining us on this program in about 20 minutes' time because I saw his report over the weekend, and I'm like, I need Jerry to come and explain to me what's going on in Pittsburgh because just like the rest of us, I woke up on Sunday saying, what the hell am I going to do today? <laughs> How many people did that this weekend? Everybody. I'm, I'm walking the two lady dogs. I'm walking Halo and Dylan, and I'm pointing that out just to show you how useful i am around the house <laughs> that you're a dog walker. no i'm sorry did i say that i mean so, I, no no I, no no but i love no, patting I love, yourself on the back i love i love walking my dogs oh oh is that what it is, is that what it, did i not say oh. that first no oh, okay inner my yeah, um yeah, no i'm you know i'm back but i'm walking the dogs and i'm thinking to myself one week ago at this time i was in the the fourth hour of an eight and a half hour pregame show. So much t- television. Did you wake up, up to the super Bowl. early just by your internal alarm clock? Of course. Well, not four, in the, not three thirty, four in the morning. Okay. No, no, That's I slept saying. through At least that. You got through that. It was one. great. You know, actually sat in bed, had a cup of coffee, 
And then I'm like, what, what, what am I, I doing do? today? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I felt the same way, man. I just, for whatever reason, I went on YouTube and I watched George Foreman and Muhammad Ali fight. Did from, you really? Yeah, I, Whoa. I don't even know that's why. I just decided that's what okay. I was going to do. And I rewatched that fight and Ali is, uh, Ali's the greatest man. I'm well, that's why he's, I was, I was like on the seat of the, I was like at the edge of the couch watching like this happened like 50 years ago. Why well, I-, I guess then the exact opposite in terms of the current sports day would be me being focused on who's the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers this fall. <laughs> I went to Riviera yesterday and it was oh, amazing. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, it was did, fantastic. It wasn't raining? No, it did not rain yesterday. It was cloudy. So you saw the cool. final round of the Genesis. Watching the final round at Deki Matsuyama. Started what, 62? Lit up the course, 62. It really. Wow. Now Tiger dropped out, correct? Yeah, Tiger had a case of the flu. and uh, No, he didn't have a case of the flu. Sorry. Influenza. That's what he called it. <laughs> And withdrew on Friday that's, after that's, seven holes. That's what he called it, as if World War One was being fought at the same time. So Tiger Who was calls playing it influenza. Tiger <laughs> was playing Friday afternoon, and Andrew Siciliano, guest hostess, we were going over together to watch Tiger play his Friday round. Yeah. As we're walking in, boop, boop, alert! Tiger is withdrawn. What? Did you did you oh, heel you turn and make leave? it in? No, no, I stayed. You even make it in, and he would, because I knew it happened pretty early. We were there to kind of watch his back nine on, uh, you know, Friday at Riv, and he withdrew after seven. He influenza. Would, you know who was the last one who said I'm withdrawing from with influenza was Bagger Vance. <laughs> France, <laughs> Francis Wimay, I think, else once have, withdrew with influenza. Did someone else have dysentery? Exactly. <laughs> Scurvy. <laughs> I'm Braveheart once withdrew with scurvy. You're just listing organ trail. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with old sounding snake bite afflictions. Yeah. The hell is Tim Horton? I had a leave Tuesday show with with a bout of I would have called it influenza, but I really couldn't say very much. Yeah, you were. Yeah. At any rate, anyway, what am I doing Sunday? I'm doing. I'm just. I'm just reading about the Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback situation because now as we're we're entering that first week of post, what the hell are we going to do with our lives of us football folk? Guys, there's only 50, 50 weeks well, left. So it, it, sir, the, the combine Bowl, is around the, the corner. Tomorrow, I mean, I'm telling you, tomorrow is when it really starts, when they when teams can start franchise tagging Ooh, people. Yeah. And it gives you some, uh, some sense of their intentions, how they're going to attack this non-playing season. Because guess what, gents? We are less than a month away from free agency in the new league year beginning, and then next week we're going to be in the combine, and I am going to be hearing a whole bunch of rumor and innuendo in my ear gate, to use the Michael Irvin phrase. Well, that's always one of the best uh, parts of the week, you doing the top five of things coming you back. heard well, last coming year, back from Indy. He's saying don't don't sleep on Tom Brady being retired. But apparently, kind of lit things up. But apparently, hey, that was basically going to happen. Well, uh, or... He wasn't coming back. Can we can we name our band rumor and innuendo? We R- can rumor and innuendo. Rumor and innuendo. Well, you know, I think and, that would be good. or or uh, influenza withdrawal. <laughs> influenza. influenza. <laughs> who honestly like who wrote Tiger's press release? Uh, like somebody who's 120 years old. <laughs> like, did his mom write it? That's the t- old gen starts. Old gen viruses. <laughs> <laughs> come on i mean the man's going through a lot I, I mean i know you know what i mean come on at any rate <laughs> also so, the way he said it due to illness which we now know is influenza, influenza. <laughs> okay 
It was a bummer not to see Tiger. That was what I was getting. I at. understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what you you know you're yeah. gonna you want to watch Tiger Woods in a golf tournament yeah. when there's no NFL going on. So Jerry Dulac of the <laughs> Pittsburgh Post Gazette, my former employer, he wrote an article that said, "Let's zoom with Jerry." Steelers positional analysis is the headline. Mm. Uh, they could have dressed that up. Uh, Colin, Kenny Pickett stands alone in QB room, which means. He is the only one currently on the roster because they released Mitchell Trubisky. Honestly, what the the day after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl with the guy the Bears didn't draft instead of him. And timing. And then uh, Mason Rudolph's free agent. So the only one that's under contract for the 2024 season is Kenny Pickett. That's it. And him with his hamburger helper gloves. That's it. That's all they got. <laughs> What? It's the truth. So he looks like with those white gloves on his hands. But does Hamburger Helper only have three fingers? No. no. He's got five. Stop it. Uh, Hamburger Helper still has bigger hands four. than Kenny Pickett. Stop it. That's what I read in the report. It's cold. <laughs> I had it for last time. Okay. Sorry. Not everything needs to take the hammer and hit the nail on the head. Sorry. All right? Sorry. So, according, to Jerry, according to Jerry, you know, um, this this is the this is the the wild thing here is that there is a conversation in the the building right now that um, that it could be Rudolph or it could be they re-sign him. And the one thing it's not going to be is anybody outside of the building. Quote, unquote, this is the one that he dropped. This is the second to last paragraph, the penultimate paragraph. It starts with this. In any event, the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. That would include Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins and probably even Russell Wilson, who has a connection with the Steelers. They're committed to giving Pickett a third season to see if he's the guy to do more than just win a playoff game, something they haven't done in a franchise record seven years. Uh, interesting that the name there, and I'm sure he just, you know, didn't throw it in there. Uh, Tannehill is out there. And the reason why you might be like, well, what, Rich, why would you even bring up Tannehill? Arthur Smith's the new offensive coordinator, and Bingo. Arthur Smith has coordinated a one-seeded offense with Ryan Tannehill. And a big bruising running back like, say, Najee Harris. And if anybody's out there going, why wouldn't the Steelers do their due diligence to go get somebody and bring that individual in? It's because, well, they're the Steelers. And you know who knows that? Rod Woodson. At the Super Bowl, we had Rod as one of our first guests. And he... he. He was dropping the breadcrumbs. Like we should, I shouldn't be surprised that they're not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. This is what he had to say when I asked him who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers this fall. Whoever they draft, is that right? <laughs> I don't think their starting quarterback is in the roster. I just don't think he's there. Just, I mean, Pickett I, I think, got hurt. You thought you didn't see enough of him? Or, you, I, I mean, I just, you were already talking about letting somebody develop, right? I mean, so no, I, I just don't know if he's that guy. Like. 
If they would have took Dan Marino years ago, I probably wouldn't say anything today about them taking a pit quarterback. Um, I just don't know if I just don't know if the quarterback of the future is there. I just don't know. And what about if Justin Fields is available because they the Bears draft? It, they just would they you, normally would you go don't. There? They d- normally don't trade. Russ. The Steelers don't do that. That's just not who they are. Well, maybe so it's time I would to be, be that really way. surprised. Yeah. If they did something of that nature, that's not who they are as a organization. Um, would that be a good idea? I think it'd be a really good idea if you get Kirk Cousins, who's been there, who's done it. He's an older guy. He knows how to play. He knows how to distribute the football. He can throw the football down the field. He has some great little uh, social media content with his little five chains and all that. So, I mean, he fits into the, the black and gold era. So, I wouldn't be surprised if they can do that more than trading for a Fields. And Jerry Dulac says that's not going to happen, either one. I don't know if he thought about, you know, drafting kids just because we were surrounded by an absolute Nickelodeon lunacy on that day. Nickelodeon lunacy? You could hear the kids screaming in the background. But they draft 20th. Is that who, my guy, J.J. McCarthy? Penix? McCarthy's going to be gone by then. You think so? Bo Nix? Why would they start from scratch? That's Bo Nix range. But why would they start from scratch? Because the other two guys stink. Well, the other guy is maybe Mason Rudolph. They kind of finished up strong, but I don't... Again, the number of times that I cape for the organization and the coach, and if you're Arthur Smith, wouldn't you want to put... I guess maybe you could say... Let's take Pickett and put him in the hands of somebody who's actually a bona fide, real deal, top flight offensive coordinator, as opposed to three years with Big Ben's buddy Randy Fickner. Finkner, pardon me, and and uh, and then Matt Canada. That's those have been their OCs the last six years. So they just plug in their usual with somebody who's now unusually. coordinated to, to give you some dynamic offense Rich, you compared it, to your previous two guys. You think it's that Arthur realizes he's going to run the ball so much it doesn't matter who the quarterback but is? But the quarterback runs with him. He can run the quarterback. That's what Tannehill was his secret sauce. Uh, don't forget, I mean, everybody thinks it's Derrick Henry every single time from inside the tent. Tannehill used to take it. And you take it in the chops, too. Rich, Joe Flacco had more touchdown passes this year with Cleveland. I'm with you. Then Kenny Pickett in his career. I get it. And this is the sort of stuff, like, maybe the Steelers, that's why the Steelers are like, the fans are like, Look, get out of here with this stuff. I I don't know. I don't think Justin Fields is going to be that expensive either. I don't. But when Justin Fields, you've got to make a decision on a fifth-year option, and then, so you're trading for somebody new who's more expensive than drafting somebody new. We're sticking with Pickett and then hopping on somebody who's what? Like uh, a Kyle Allen? You want to, you can't, uh, who, who else? You're not, you're going to bring in someone who doesn't want to be a starter. So Pickett gets concussed and goes down again. That's your guy. Or do you just say Mason Rudolph looked pretty damn good. He's been here the whole time. Let's go. Players apparently dig him. Teammates dig him. 
But if you can get Kirk Cousins, why wouldn't you go in the other direction? Well, Rudolph would be a fourth of the cost of Kirk probably, right? Kirk's going to be $40-plus million a year. This is a fascinating conversation with Deshaun Watson coming back and Joe Burrow coming back and the Ravens needing to come back from what they can't what 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 this season and they might you know, get Der- tore they, they might have Derrick Henry next year who the Ravens I still think TJ's team should just say damn the torpedoes and do it already well they had their chance and uh, well, they, well they're, they're, it's coming up in two weeks bro they had their chance at the trade deadline. The trade, the I, I know, and True. now they can just sign him. It's just Jerry Jones's money. He's kind of figuring out his cap. He's coming. You what you no, think? No, I said he's got a lot. You said money. I'm like he's got a lot of it, Jerry Jones. Oh, I know. But the question is, is why are they still like? I guess they're just going to keep zigging. There's no zag. There's just no zag. And man, there's a ton of Steeler fans saying, "When are we zagging?" Because this zig has not put a, a a playoff win in the case for seven years. And going into next year, you would have them fourth in the AFC North, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, think about that. No, I didn't. It's like I said last week, I just Rich, love them, man. Go, I know. Go the Costanza route. You've been doing this. The fan base, as you well know, doesn't seem that what they've been doing has been working to their liking, so... Do something different. Well, the they'll, ultimate they'll do something different would be getting a new coach. Well, they're not going to do that. No. But you can switch up what's going on with the team. I don't think it's the coaches. The team. I, I, you know what? Don't get me in this place again. You know how I feel about the coach. Guy coaches his ass off. Let's just get some points on the friggin' board and let T.J. Watt go to work. What? And the reigning Walter Payton Man of the Year go to work. Who we rest out with, Rich. Oh, he's a good people. He's a good dude, and that's a big man. All right. Giant. So we're setting the table for the Steelers talk. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Overreaction Monday coming up. And then there's the Sabrina versus Steph conversation I want to have. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. All right, Jerry. I want answers. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what'd you do after you watched the fight between Foreman and Muhammad Ali with the rest of your day? Give me the rest of your day, your first Sunday without football. It was the rest what of your day. What did I do after that? After that, I... Man, I'm drawing a blank. After I walked the dogs, I uh, went to Taylor's basketball game. Okay. Um... She came off the bench both times, played uh, starters minutes off the bench. Clay Thompson-esque. Nice. Well, I, I was explaining to Cooper, who turned 13 last Thursday, yep. um, that James Harden started his career as a six-man. Yep. He did not know that information. Mm-hmm. So I watched her. She made her all-star team, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, nice. And then I watched Cooper play tennis in a uh, – play doubles and then singles in a tournament. It's grueling. In between, uh, Susie and I, we bought him a, a, um, a sweat a headband. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Bjorn Borg style. Well, I, I would go Federer. Oh. I, I would go Federer. He's a lefty, right? Uh, he serves lefty, plays righty. And then when he can't make some of his backhands, he will flip from one, ra- one hand to the other and hit a forehand. Wow. It's amazing. Okay. I don't know whose okay. child he is. Susie <laughs> would say he, he's, he's hers. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Great. So. I That's watched, what I did. I watched some of all fears when I got back from Riviera. Okay. And then I had the all-star game on the small TV, so I didn't have to listen to. Okay. You didn't pick up any influenza while you were at uh, Riviera, <laughs> did you? I don't think so. Okay. Um, got a lot of steps in. How about uh, rubella? Rube- oh, measles. Mumps. Did yeah. you pick up the mumps? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. How many? Keep going. Smallpox? <laughs> oh, there's nothing funny about smallpox, yeah, guys. Bad. Smallpox <laughs> outbreak in Hashtag. 2024 would be terrible. Hashtag. Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, nope, I'm good. No influenza. Honestly, nobody in Tiger's group said, let's just call it the flu. <laughs> Leprosy? Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com. Or just stop by. As I mentioned um, just moments ago, uh, my first Sunday without National Football League football in, in season um, started with me just reading, like, what, 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 what football can I read? And this man's uh, article in uh, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback situation, I mean, to say it's filled with nuggets is an understatement, and I think it's an affront to nuggets. Um, Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Zooming with us here on this Monday show. How are you, Jerry? Rich, uh, I am good, and I spent my first uh, uh, Sunday without NFL football since August. Let's see. I had to do a uh, two-hour radio show at the Pittsburgh Car Show. I uh, watched Riviera, and then I continued binge-watching Suits. So that was my day without (laughs) NFL football. Jerry, you're a Suits guy. You're a Suits guy. Oh, uh, big time. I mean, I can't stop watching the darn thing. I bet I started, uh, I don't know, maybe last week, two weeks ago, and I'm up, I'm up to season six already, and, and each season wow. has, like, what, 15 episodes. Jerry, wow. You're not binge-watching. You're just, you're just, you're suiting up. I'm, right, exactly. I'm, I'm swallowing every episode I can as fast as I can. Okay, look at you, Jerry. Fantastic. 
so I, I don't even know where to start with your with your story. Um, so let's just jump right into it here. Uh, Kenny Pickett, the only quarterback currently in the quarterback room. You said, though, there is, quote, unquote, some internal division that maybe Mason Rudolph should be the starter. What can you tell us about that? Well, well, I think that's among the players, um, because when you go back to the end of the season and you have players like the receivers, such as Deontay Johnson, um, such as George Pickens, acknowledging their support of Mason Rudolph, not taking a poll, but coming out and saying um, that the offense effectively has worked better with Mason Rudolph, which, of course, it has. Um, it has enabled those two guys. Of course, they're probably going to say that to make uh, big, uh, more to have more catches and make more big plays. And the other thing about that too, Rich, is the day after the season, after they lost in Buffalo, two days after because the players had a day off. I went up to Isaac Ciamalo, who the guard, who doesn't say a whole lot. He's not a talkative guy. And I asked him, I said, what does this team need to do to take the next step, meaning win a playoff game and maybe advance a little? something they haven't done in, in seven years. Um, it, it, the first thing he said without hesitation was, we need to figure out the quarterback situation. And that right there tells you there is some division internally amongst the players that they feel, okay, not that they're down on Kenny Pickett, but you saw what Mason Rudolph did. And what is it, what is there to figure out? Well, maybe amongst the players that something needs to be figured out. Now, I can't sit here and give you a straw poll as to what the percentage is, but obviously there are starters on that offense who feel that, uh, you know, what they saw with the way the offense performed under Mason Rudolph, that, you know, quite possibly that could be the way to go. Now, we'll see what will happen, of course, because Mason Rudolph is an unrestricted free agent. So it's not in the management coaching level uh, in I'm not so sure about that either. <laughs> okay. Um, I, you know, I, I, I will say this. After the Cleveland game, which if you if you recall, that was the, it was the third of that three-game losing streak, the embarrassing losses to Arizona mm -hmm. and New England, back-to-back two-win teams, and then they go up to Cleveland and play poorly. They lost like 13-10. The offense has just been performing like that basically for two and a half seasons. They had considered, it was discussed about benching Kenny Pickett, at that point because they just needed to do something after those three losses. Well, what ended up happening is that's when uh, Matt Canada was then fired. And so when Kenny Pickett got hurt, look, if this were if that, that would have been September or October, Kenny Pickett would have gone back into the lineup because he's their number one quarterback. But it was late, it was mid to late December and all of a sudden the first two games that Mason Rudolph plays they put up 34 and 31 points, and the offense all of a sudden looks like an NFL offense, which it really hadn't since uh, since Ben Roethlisberger left. So um, they had no other choice but to play Mason Rudolph, and he kept performing, and they kept winning uh, right into the postseason. And so when you know now all of a sudden what they were hoping to be and hoping to look like they they suddenly were, and the fact that they were winning and got into the postseason because of that. Well, I, I mean, you know, those players want to win, and they saw the guy. They saw not only the guy who was winning, because Kenny Pickett does have a winning record as a starter. He's fourteen and ten as a starter, but it's the way the offense looked and performed and was energized under Mason Rudolph. And I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and limit it to just say um, uh, that it was amongst the players. But look, the coaching staff, the front office, 
they see what Mason Rudolph did, and they're not going to turn a blind eye to it. Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let me get to, I mean, man, this is the lead as far as I'm concerned, not to tell you how to do your job. You've been outstanding for as long as you've done it, Jerry. But in the penultimate paragraph, you write, in any event, this is aside here, the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. And, and uh, listen, I know the Steelers have a certain set way of doing things, but why not? Why, why wouldn't uh, they? Rich, because they're committed to Kenny Pickett. Now, let me say this. Nothing, of course, is going to surprise me. And I say that because when Justin Fields was coming out, and at the time, I said this at the time, mm-hmm. that if Justin Fields were on the board when the Steelers picked, which, of course, he wasn't and probably wasn't going to be. Right. I think the Steelers were picking 23rd, and he went, what, 8th or 6th or whatever he went. I said, if he were on the board and the Steelers had the opportunity they would take Justin Fields, I was told this by a coach, over any other player. And I said, and I mentioned uh, whoever else was in that class, and he said, I'm just telling you if Justin Fields is on the board, they're going to take him. And the point of that is that's how much they really like Justin Fields. So if all of a sudden they brought in Justin Fields, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be a little mildly surprised. And I say that because they are committed to one more year with Kenny Pickett. And, and that being said, I can't imagine Justin Fields wants to go to a situation where he is not the entrenched number one quarterback. Why would he want to do that? I don't even think he'd want to go somewhere where there would be a competition. But that aside, uh, their commitment for, for this third year is Kenny Pickett. And again, he is 14-10 and 10 as a starter. You go back to the end of his rookie year to the beginning of last season. During that stretch, he was 12-5. and five. That's not bad. That's a playoff team right there. No. I don't think they're not ready to give up on Kenny Pickett. And I, and I, and I hear you. Um, but we just saw a Super Bowl in which it, we are all freshly rem- reminded we're, we're rent payers in Patrick Mahomes' world. So you're going exactly. to you're, you're need to have somebody at the position, um, you know, who can go point for point with him. And, and Brock Purdy, uh, I understand – damn near pulled it off as well and maybe Pickett can can have that sort of accuracy and using his legs in the same way that Purdy can Uh, I totally get that but when you're talking about Justin Fields he could be available as soon as what this point next month entirely possible for a, a second or a third round draft choice potentially because the the Bears might just need to um trade him quite frankly and you brought in Arthur Smith. Why wouldn't he be a perfect quarterback for something that Arthur Smith can do, running, passing, creating a, a situation for a Steelers offense that we haven't seen, you know, since obviously Big Ben in his running around days or even Cordell, right? I mean, like, you could you could really start slashing it up with him, Jerry. No, you know, Rich. If if you had uh, uh, more time on your first Sunday with NFL football yesterday, you could have gone back maybe six more days. And I brought up that very same point okay. that Patrick Mahomes reminded everyone—not that anybody needed to remind, uh, needed to be reminded—but you need that quarterback if you want to win the Super Bowl. And let's face it, go back through to 2001 and almost without fail, look at who won. Uh, the Super Bowl, the quarterbacks, quarterbacks who are either in the Hall of Fame or are going to be in the Hall of Fame with very few exceptions. You know, Nick Foles, of course, you can debate Joe Flacco, um, but nonetheless, they were all marquee elite quarterbacks. And yeah, when you have that guy, 
Um, you know, that's if you don't have that guy, you're not going to get there for the most part. The, the odds show that the, the percentages. And I'm not I don't think do I think Kenny Pickett is that guy? No, I don't. I think Kenny Pickett is a nice quarterback. Do I think he's an elite quarterback? Um, I didn't think that when he came out. Now, obviously, he could prove me otherwise. But I just believe that whatever it is that the, or the, the Steelers believed in Kenny Pickett two years ago is unchanged. And so I don't see them taking that on. If anything, I see them bringing back. Well, I know they want to bring back Mason Rudolph, and he is not averse to coming back. He's also not averse to maybe exploring free agency, which is why if the Steelers want him back, they better move swiftly. But, um, you know, what they saw with Mason Rudolph was a guy who can win games for him. Is he an elite quarterback? <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But I just don't think they're ready to give up on Kenny Pickett. But that's why this year is a big year for him, Rich. You know, they'll give these guys, quarterbacks especially, three years. And if they don't believe he's that guy after three years, then they'll kind of move on from him. Let's face it, Kenny Pickett isn't 5-11 and 11 or 6-12 or and 12 as a starter. He is 14-10, and 10, and, and that's you know, counting that ugly stretch when he started as a rookie. So he has proven that, um, you know, he was seven and four when he got hurt. So he has proven that he can win games for him. Any sense what was the framework of hiring Arthur Smith with this being the um, most important question as to you who's going to be the quarterback? Yeah, well, I, I I will say this about Arthur Smith. He fits the exact um, uh, kind of framework of what Mike Tomlin said he wanted with uh, with an offensive coordinator, a guy with NFL experience who has run an NFL offense. And his previous two uh, coordinators, Randy Fittner and Matt Canada, were internal promotions who had never run an NFL offense. Now, Randy Fittner didn't do a bad job. And, of course, we know how uh, how much uh, 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 Matt Canada struggled in that job. So the, what he described that he wanted is exactly what he did hiring and, you know, everybody talks about, uh, you know, the two years that he was a coordinator at Tennessee, they were highly successful. And everybody wants to say, yeah, he had Derrick Henry and he was a 2,000-yard runner. Well, look, I'm not going to compare Najee Harris to Derrick Henry, but he is that type of back. Mm -hmm. But my point is, Ryan Tannehill in that second year in that offense had the best year of his career. He was re-energized and rejuvenated at 35 touchdowns, I think only seven picks, 3,800 passing yards. In a run-oriented offense, I mean, he made Ryan Tannehill look the best he's ever been. No doubt. And I'm not saying that's going to happen with uh, Kenny Pickett, but I, I, I like the hire. I did. May, and maybe Tannehill would be a guy that, if they do stick with Pickett, that's a guy that they bring in for the quarterback if room. Mason, if know? Mason, right. If Mason Rudolph leaves, he is that the type of quarterback, a veteran with proven NFL starts, who they might bring in, even though he is 36 years old. I, I believe. Again, I'm, but I'm. Jerry, not a lot of these names are going to excite Steeler fans. I'll be straight up with you. You know that. Well, I mean, you're you're ex you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And you know they they want to you know look Kirk Cousins. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, but Justin Fields, for the reasons I stated earlier, I don't believe they are interested in doing that. But if they did, I would only hark back to the way Mike Tomlin and the Steelers felt about him when he was coming up. All right, one last one from uh, for you, Jerry Dulac. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette from your article. And by the way, thank you for writing this. It, uh, it, uh, there's so much that jumped out at me. Guys, I don't know if uh, you, you, you heard this one, but did, did uh, somebody tell Trubisky after he was signed when Pickett got drafted, hey, why don't you text him a, a, a welcome to the team? Did that, that really happen? It, it, it not only it not only really happened, uh, and, uh, and if you noticed, I think in that sentence, in that paragraph, I said, 
among other things. And it was probably, um, you know, based on what I was told by two people who would know, um, it, the, the other part of that message was probably more surprising to me. But the mere fact that uh, he was texted, you know, we're talking one month after they jumped into free agency and signed him immediately yeah. Yeah. to be that quarterback that when they draft Kenny Pickett, he receives a message from somebody who would matter to say, uh, what, okay, uh, now we have Kenny Pickett. Could you text him and congratulate him? And no wonder, no wonder Mitch Trubisky spent the next four or five months looking over his shoulder as to when all that was going to come down. To me, to do that was kind of uh, not not just it was tone deaf. And, and um, believe me, that did happen, yes. Uh, wow. So while, while we're serving tea maybe spilling, what's the among other things? that they asked Trubisky to do. Well, I didn't put it in the paper, Rich, and on your highly, wildly popular <laughs> show that is viewed by many, I don't think I should then say okay, what no. it is here. Right. Maybe maybe when I run into you and you and you ask me again or we see each other, I'll tell you, and and believe me, yes. you won't believe it when I tell you. Okay, Jerry. Um, what if I said I can um, hook you up in a conversation <laughs> with one of the stars of Suits? <laughs> Jerry, what if I could do that? There you go. Well, Megan Markle's out, of course. We know that's not going to happen. And, and you know, maybe maybe Donna, that might work. You might okay. be able to convince me that. Jerry Dulac, I never thought I would ever say these words to you, but I once uh, took a Pilates class with Donna, so uh, it's Come possible. On. Yes. Come on, really? Yeah. That's like, I, for, a man, for a man who has rubbed elbows, with the greatest, that yes. is your uh, that is your moment uh, you. to shine with the greatest. Okay, yeah. take a look at our new graphic for you at the bottom of the screen. Jerry Dulock, confirmed suits guy, is what it says at the bottom of the screen right here. <laughs> They're doing a reboot. It's coming back. Oh, really? Yeah, what, Suits LA, right? With, it... Without Meghan Markle, yeah. obviously. Okay. Yeah, they're coming back. Exactly. I, I might have to put that uh, that Suits reference in my uh, Twitter bio. Hey, well, hold on a second now, though, Jerry. Here's here's how we can put this all together and cut me out, even though um, I, I'd like to be your middleman. Uh, Cameron Hayward. Cameron Hayward received the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award from Prince Harry. So oh, yeah, gushed, gushed all over him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but Prince Harry gave Cam Hayward his Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Maybe Cam could call Prince Harry to tell Meghan Markle to give Jerry Dulac a call. Mm. How about that? Well, I will. I will tell you, Rich. Yes. When he won that award, you know, hey, look, I don't get into. Okay, T.J. Watt didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Believe me, it didn't hurt, uh, ruin my appetite or keep me up at night. But when I was never more thrilled for a guy because Cam is such a, a giant as a person and as a player. And I go back to when I started in a business. I covered pit football, and I covered his dad to the point that his dad even invited me to their wedding. And uh, Cam Hayward, Ironhead, is one of my favorite people of all time. And to see that tribute that they had at the NFL Honors mm -hmm. – and for Cam to win that award after being a, a quote, finalist six times, I, I couldn't have been more thrilled for a person in all my life. And I texted Cam that night, and the kind of guy he is, he got back to me the next day and, and, and said thank you. And uh, I, like I said, it was just a wonderful, wonderful honor for him, and I couldn't have been more thrilled. He is him. good people. You are correct, sir. Yes, he is. Jerry, thanks again. Sorry to take you away from suits binging, but I appreciate the time. Ah, Rich, that, that's coming up later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We'll chat again soon. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Jerry. Man, yeah, good, good chat. Right, right back at you. Jerry Dulac, everybody. Great chat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. I might be the only person not watching Suits. <laughs> you know who's not walking through that door? Kirk Cousins not walking through that door, Pittsburgh. 
Maybe Justin Fields will. Man, would that light things up? Their second round lot? pick is number fifty-one. That uh, gets it done, right? Fifty-one. That's a that's a that's a meaty choice, brother. A second and a fourth. Get get that deal done. I I, I don't know. Not if you love Kenny Pickett and you're like, let's go. But as I said, the words Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, Ryan Tannehill are the three names that Steeler fans do not want to hear right now. You just put me to sleep. Did I? I was, sleep take? Like, it's not what you picked up at the golf course, is it? Uh, no, no. Okay, good. No, no influence. All right, let's take a break Come here on. on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Sabrina versus Steph. My two cents on that. And also overreaction Monday with Joe Manganiello coming up. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're six seven, correct? Is that what you're Okay. And you're from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Born and raised. So did you ever try football? Did anybody Almost ever say throw you out there on the field and as a tight end or something like that? Or rush oh, the yes. passer? Yes, being being from Tuscaloosa, you know, it was you know, we seen football day in and day out. So as a child, yeah, you want to do what you see. And uh that was my goal and plans. You know, until uh, I was in college and I, I had a daughter that was on the way that was born with spina bifida. So, you know, okay. it's just like to say, like, for me, it's like sometimes when you have plans, but God's have other, God have other plans for you. And those plans that I had set for myself, yeah, he's seen it in another light, a different way. And I found one of my purpose. You know, at that point in time, my life coming up, um, having a child that was born with a disorder, you know, uh, it was very tough. It was difficult being that you're young yourself and then you only pray for a healthy child and then when you don't get that you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta share responsibilities and do what you gotta do as a as a human being in general and as a father you know and um i love being a father you know if it wasn't for her i wouldn't be in boxing i wouldn't you know i'll probably be you know in football or basketball or something like that but Mm -hmm. having her she changed my world completely and uh and I'm forever grateful for it because I wouldn't be in this position. I probably wouldn't even be here. Who knows where I'd be, no you know, without my children, man. They are blessings. Many people say when you have kids and not playing that, you know, there's a mistake, but no child is a mistake, you know. And um, I just love it. The father, being a father is number one for me, you know. Even my two-year-olds understand boxing. All my kids will be at the fight. Yeah. And uh, my two-year-olds say, I want to go see Daddy Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of our archives right here on the program. All right, we're back here with our radio audience and our Roku channel uh, audience together. Terzo and I all rise. How are you, Terzo? 
I'm doing well, my dude. I'm happy to see you back in the chair, man. Thanks, You're doing pal. well, and I, I like to see that. All right. I, I, I like to be seen that way as well. Hey, so, Rich, my first Sunday without uh, without football was spent also walking the dog. We played D&D, and uh, kind of funny that you have Joe coming on today because I actually introduced one of the characters he created in D&D uh-huh. for our campaign, Arcan the Cruel. Very cool character. Um, and so I, I find it a little, I, I find it a little, uh, a little enjoyable that that yeah. was something that came it's, about yesterday. He's as big a D and D guy as I know. Uh, he, he's, he's all about the 90 sided die or whatever it is. So a D 20, a D 20, D 20, pardon um, me. Yep. Uh, and, uh, I, I can't, uh, I can't say how much I, I liked hearing the interview with Chris Mannix talking about LeBron playing, you know, kind of into his mid forties. Um, a funny, a funny story. I was a junior in high school when he was a senior, and I actually got to meet him at a at a basketball tournament in Las Vegas. It was the Reebok um, Big Time Tournament, and he obviously and his team they were in a whole different class than us. Uh, but it was one of the cooler moments that I had as a kid. I still have his autograph to this day. So I really hey. hope that he plays that long. Me too. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Appreciate it. Uh, that's Terzo in Iowa where uh, Caitlin Clark is not great because she hasn't won a championship. Listen, it wasn't a great weekend for people who I like watching on television. Like watching Jay Williams. I like watching Kenny Smith. But uh, Jay Williams saying Caitlin Clark isn't great yet because she hasn't won a championship. And so I guess Larry Bird wasn't a great college player. Right? <laughs> um, we go out on the list of people who aren't great players because they didn't win a championship and by the way iowa not exactly the hotbed of women's college basketball prior to caitlin clark's arrival there and i i i I don't i i didn't get that one and i can't wait to see more caitlin clark this tournament i will be watching iowa tournament games and i will be following her career by the way, does does anybody shoot a basketball like Caitlin Clark and have the rim swallow it up? <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know what it is with her. Is it the, the rotation, the spin where the ball just hits the air and just sucks right in? Like it's a a gravitational pull. She's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then to say, well, I, I don't consider her great until she wins a championship which is just, what does that even mean what does that even i don't know okay and then Laughable. can i ask a question though sure has anyone ever in any argument mm-hmm. about who is the goat in anything no one ever gets credit for being great unless they've won a championship i mean if that were the case if that wasn't the case then all these quarterback conversations we'd be talking about dan marino who, who, in my but he opinion, is a great. yeah, but no one ever, when you do your Mount Rushmore's, when you do your greatest quarterbacks, Dan Marino was never listed in there. Why? Because he never won a, cha- a Super Bowl. But he's on somebody's. But uh, I mean, he so w- I, I understand these people saying she can't be considered the greatest because no one ever gets that title until you win a, a championship. She is a great player, though. That that's ridiculous. But I don't think you can be in in a, in the all time greatest category without 
and I'm not making these rules. These just seem like no, the I understand. sports argument I understand rules that have been going on for I, I generations. I, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jay said she's not great. Yeah, not great. Yeah. And I mean, then he compared her to Diana Taurasi, who, you know, three-time no, championship, Brianna Stewart, I hear who won you. I hear you. You but know, I mean, from high school to— It's just not—some yeah. some things don't need to be parsed, is what I'm saying. And that leads me to the three-point shootout between Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu. And in my household, where my daughter, Taylor, is— an all-star for her current rec league, her her team. She plays for the Liberty. Hey, Liberty, so Liberty, Liberty. You laugh, sir. Who laughed? But yesterday, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on, hold on. You laugh, sir, but yesterday, before their game, when they all huddled up, and instead of saying Liberty on three, they sang that theme song. <laughs> it's very and I'm catchy, like, man. okay, very that's catchy. what 10-year-old girls will do. Very catchy. So what I mean to say, you... I did live. I, was just I know that, but you said that. It's funny. You think like a child is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're not just figuring this out. But, you, know, but, you knew this. So, so at any rate, in our household, it's funny. I turn to Susie, I'm like, did you hear what they just did to break that's the huddle? Hilarious. That's hilarious. So... um. I guess we'll, we'll, they'll bring an emu out next for halftime. And and a, guy so, with, a guy with a fake mustache. Doug. <laughs> I hope Doug doesn't show up. That would be creepy. Liberty Biberty. Anyway, bottom line is this. So Sabrina's a New York Liberty. My daughter's a, a Liberty, you know, okay. like, and she's getting into basketball more than ever. So, and obviously she knows who Steph Curry is and she knows who Sabrina is. So we're going to watch this thing. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we're watching this thing, and thank goodness Taylor's not picking up on some of this stuff because I have no idea why in the moment that the competition was over, after Sabrina cleans out the first rack perfectly and puts up 26 points, which was enough to make the men's actual three-point shooting contest final, right? Yeah, right. That... Steph, when Steph puts up 29, this now sparks a debate as to why Sabrina didn't shoot from the WNBA three-point line as opposed to where she shot it from the NBA three-point line because the whole point of this is it's about shooting and skill. And that's what it's about. And how if you have a great shot, like Sabrina Ionescu, then gender doesn't matter. It's about skill and shooting and guts and determination and focus. That's what it's about. Not like, well, she used this ball and he used that ball and she shot, she should have shot from this point. And if you make that point once, that's, you know, annoying enough but they they just kept going on him and reggie miller start sparking a conversation well there's a men's tee and a women's tee in golf you're missing the point and we were just sitting there going what's the matter with people who i adore normally listening to like why are we this is not the real estate to use this super tweeted out you know why essentially like you needed a woman on the microphone here because there's nuance and backstory and part of the backstory is, you know, Sabrina told the story that she wanted to play 
with boys because she could be she was good back when she was a kid and she was told that she should go home and play with her dolls or something like that and even one point kenny smith goes and at the very end of this moment that i'm trying to enjoy with my daughter and in peace and instead there's some sort of alpha male argument that i would want to step away from at the bar if i was hearing it between two guys at a bar, I'd, I'd step away and go down at the other end of the bar to avoid this. I'm subjected to this nonsensical, missing the complete point of this moment that is the pinnacle of the weekend, as it turned out. I'm like, what is going on here? Um, I'm, I, I, I'm subjected to this. And I didn't quite understand it and then so kenny at the end goes ends this whole thing with oh by the way and i tell my daughters it's okay to play with dolls what did that even mean because it's not like sabrina said hey i don't want to play with dolls i want to play with the boys she could do both because she's that good what does that even mean? I tell my daughter, like, it's not like she's telling girls it's bad to play with dolls. She's telling girls, if you're good enough, go kick the boy's ass. I don't know what the hell happened there. So, and like I said, I love Kenny. That was just disappointing, to say the least. It's kind of a rough weekend for uh, Kenny and, the, and, uh, and Reggie. It's just how I looked at it. I think Kenny, and maybe I'm looking too deep. I think Kenny was trying to make a point that, like, she usually shoots from that line, and if she had shot from that line, she would have won. I think that's where uh, he was going. Why? But in my opinion, she Reggie was jarring it from the NBA. I, I'm just saying, like, this is how I heard it. But in my opinion, Reggie, in trying to defend it, kind of made it worse. And well, because it made it a conversation. A compl- TJ. Reggie, Reggie said something about. Oh, you want her to just go play with dolls, making it seem like that's what Kenny was saying. And I don't think that's what oh, well. Kenny meant personally. But look, I, I don't know. I really but it's just, him it was just an alpha doubt. male conversation we didn't need at the moment. In the same way, and I'll point it out too. Remember when Jim Gray asked Pete Rose in Pete's moment, like back at a stadium? What did he ask? Questions like, you know, questions that didn't meet the moment. Right. It had nothing to do with. Yeah. What's actually happening. And it's just like, that's for another time. Right. This is a celebration of yeah. the, these two outstanding shooters coming together for a once kind of in a lifetime event. Well, hopefully it's not. Hopefully we'll do this more. It seems no, like it's, it's going to keep going. This I, is someone had a great idea. The last time. Let, let's have Steph at the WNBA All-Star That's what week. Manic said. Yeah, yeah that's great. Great idea. Let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Let's add more people and get, you know, add Caitlin, add Dame. Let's keep it going. Yeah. And then just enjoy the competition. How about that? I did up until, you know, I I was looking for the mute button. Straight up. Hour three coming up. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that 
Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord! We get it! They have chemistry! Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.